Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Bewildered Dad Podcast. Episode 17, and because this is going to be on like a proper radio station, Hull Kingston Radio, I'm deciding that I am actually going to keep to the every fortnight rule. I was trying to make it every week, but I don't have enough stuff to talk about. I'm tired, I'm a parent, you understand, obviously. But we've got to episode 17 and there's loads of stuff coming up, including how to be the PR for fatherhood, how to change your baby if you're not a mum, And stories that really get your goat. Plus, a brand new feature for the podcast, which if it doesn't work, will never come back again. But let's start off with the Bewildered Dad news. A dad has apologised to his daughter's school for her turning up late, blaming Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, he took the 12-year-old to see Bruce the previous night. He played for three and a half hours and she was too tired to go into school early in the morning. He's a man called Patrick Pepino and his daughter Isabel attended the boss's gig in Albany and wasn't expecting the 66-year-old to still have the energy for such an epic set. He told ABC News both his daughters, a fan of the New Jersey veteran, preferring to listen to his older stuff, though. I like that. That's very hipster, isn't it? Um, Maybe, I'm thinking maybe there should be some... You know, I've been talking about this alternative toddler playlist where we have great songs that parents and kids can enjoy and there's things like the Beastie Boys on there and the Selector and uh, all sorts of great stuff Bell and Sebastian maybe we should have some Bruce and I can't believe there's been no Bruce on there anyway Pepino compared Isabel's experience to what it would be like if other kids met God in his cheeky letter this is the bit he says it's not may not seem like a good excuse but have you ever wondered how many kids would be late or miss school outright if God were to suddenly appear it's something like like that he says which actually is wrong okay because there's no way that god would be able to keep up that sort of energy that springsteen has on stage i mean i've seen him a few times live that's bruce springsteen not god i'm astounded he's the same age as my dad once again bruce springsteen not god i told my dad that and as a former teacher he went yeah but could springsteen handle taking year nine for drama which i guess we will never know the answer to. Anyway, it all worked out well for Pepino. His letter went viral. Everyone thought it was really funny. And Bruce Springsteen himself retweeted the story, which the the bloke obviously was really awestruck by. And you never see God retweeting stuff that people write about him, do you? This is episode 17 of the Bewildered Dad podcast. How are you doing? My name is Jim. You can find out more at bewildereddad.com or on Twitter, bewildered underscore dad or facebook.com slash bewildered dad and all sorts of other social media. There's YouTube as well. Go and watch videos. Dad stuff, but in moving pictures. That's the way to go, I think. Anyway, I've decided to do a new feature on this show and it's all because every morning I go and attend to my daughter when she wakes up and every morning I manage to get her to say silly daddy within at least the first couple of minutes and I'm proud of that I'm proud to be a silly daddy you've got to go one way or another strict daddy or silly daddy I don't really have the courage in my convictions to be a strict daddy so I'm going to go for silly daddy at least that wins you some kind of plaudits anyway so what I thought I would do was this morning I would record myself going in and you had to guess 
within how many seconds I could get Elsa to say silly daddy. So it's like that Banzai TV show from a while ago. This is what happened at the start of me going in to see it. This might give you some hints as to how long it is. I'm up in the morning. She's just, you can hear her talking in the background. It's time for me to go in and see how long it's going to take. Here we go. Hello, Elsa. Hello. But how long did it take from there for me to get Elsa to say silly daddy? Was it between 0 and 20 seconds, 21 and 40 seconds, or 41 seconds and a minute? You've got three choices. Place your bets now and keep your own score as well. We'll find out the answer before the end of the podcast. the Bewildered Dad podcast. Hello, I am Jim. Find out more, bewilderdad.com. So do you do bedtime? Do you do stories at bedtime? I do it most nights. Happens that my wife is out quite a lot in the evenings working and stuff. So I tend to have the, the bedtime experience, which is lovely. You get to have a nice cuddle. However, Elsa... I mean, as much as it's good that she really likes books and really likes stories, because that's going to stand her in good stead in the future... Also, it does mean that I have to go over the same old stories again and again and again. We do have a four-story limit because if you didn't have a limit, she would just read all of the stories in her bedroom, which are numerous, it has to be said. However, because she knows she only has four to choose from, it's the same four Every day. I can repeat Superworm, Howler by Michael Rosen, uh, Beauty by Anthony Brown. I can just recite those now off by heart but they're brilliant books all of them really really interesting fantastic books that children love unfortunately some children love them slightly too much i think elsa can recite them as well she can't even read but she knows all the words in these stories but occasionally there's one comes up that for some reason you just take against completely now i don't mind i suppose reading really enjoyable stories again and again it's better than reading what is this story called hamilton's hats there's nothing wrong with the story Hamilton's Hats. But I think it was because in the first couple of pages, Hamilton, who's a pig who likes hats and has lots of hats, is told off for his mum, who calls him vain for liking hats and says that he'll never learn anything in life because of his hats. And it's just, I, I know I'm getting too emotionally involved in a toddler's storybook, but it really upset me. I'm like, that is a... What a terrible thing to say to Hamilton. Even if he didn't learn anything through hats, he's enjoying wearing his hats. And he does actually learn something through hats, so in your face, Mrs. Hamilton. But there is something about it. Every time Elsa goes, Hamilton's hats, I just think, oh, really, again, this one? Oh. It also goes on slightly too long. I think there's one too many incidents where he meets an animal and says that his hat makes him a little bit like that animal and then the animal steals his hat and says, right, you can have it back if you're brave or determined or something. That is my critique. I'm no book editor. But is there a, a story that you just cannot stand? Let me know about it. Um, go to the uh, bewilderdad.com website and go to the contact bewildered dad thing and let me know about the story that you just cannot stand. This is 
It's the Bewildered Dad Podcast. Hello, how you doing? I am Jim. As parents, we are obsessed with poo. I think that's fair to say. You don't think you're ever going to become that person, but you do. It sort of infiltrates at least one conversation every day, whether it's about the frequency, the volume, or the consistency of your little one's number twos. You also forget it is not a polite subject of conversation when dining with non-parents. They tend to turn quite green and never really want to eat with you again. But poo doesn't discriminate between the sexes. In fact, I mean, just this week I had a bath poo incident, which I will not go into more details about, but you will know what I'm talking about if you're a parent. Hideous. So, I mean, I don't know why big businesses in this country naturally assume that it's only mums that change their children's nappies. That is certainly not true. And Al from the Dad Network, who's a fantastic blogger and a fantastic campaigner for for dads' rights and parents' rights as well, he's been channeling his inner Roger Cook, Matt Allwright, sort of delete as applicable for your generation. He went undercover to test out retailers, big, big names like Pizza Express and that in his local area. The results were terrible, really, really bad. He found that a lot of them just had uh, changing facilities in the women's toilets or no changing facilities at all. It shouldn't be that you have to get the manager of a pub to go in and make sure the ladies' toilets are cleared so that you can go and change your child. There should be an area to do it. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And you need to watch that whole video. I'll put it up at the podcast page of bewilderdad.com and have a look at the Dad Network as well to see the sort of stuff that he's going on. Uh, He's got this map where you can go and pin dad-friendly places and dad-unfriendly places. Now, the good thing is that actually, when I think about it, in our local area, sort of Ilkley, West Yorkshire, there's really good unisex changing facilities. There's a place called Outside the Box. It's a community cafe and it's a really good dad-friendly stuff. I know it does because every time we go in there, Elsa fills a nappy and I have to go and change her. I don't know what it is about the venue, but there's something makes Elsa go, I'm relaxed. And now here we go. Daddy, change your nappy. Which is what she says when she needs it changing. And there you go, look. As if to prove a point, parents talking about poo once again. Right, here's your answer to how long it took me to get my daughter to say, silly daddy. I'm up in the morning... She's just, you can hear her talking in the background. It's time for me to go in and see how long it's going to take. Here we go. Hello, Elsa. Hello. Silly daddy. Silly daddy. I'm a silly daddy. And there you go. I think if you said it in the first 20 seconds, you were pretty much a winner. Well done. I did the old... Dummy in the mouth trick, looking like a very big Maggie Simpson, weirdly enough. Say, well done, Elsa. This is the Bewildered Dad Podcast. Hello, how you doing? Episode 17, almost at an end. But I just wanted to put something to you that I would quite like you to maybe leave a comment on the podcast page or get in contact with me somehow, Facebook, Twitter. I need your ideas on how you do the public relations, the PR, the spin for parenthood. Because I was talking about something to do with parenthood. It might have even been poo that I mentioned to a colleague at work who hasn't got children, and they were like, you're not selling me on this topic again. And I realised that I hear that quite a lot. I'll talk about something that I've done, 
and they'll go, oh, no, why would anyone want to be a parent? And the thing is, I don't even think of it like that. I just think of these as the, the aspects of parenthood that you have to go through for all the really good stuff. But it's very difficult to explain to someone why parenthood is amazing because you go, ah, oh, well, it's, you know, when, you, when your child smiles at you or laughs. And they go, what? So the, the, the makeup for all of this poo stuff is a smile or a laugh, and that makes it better. And yes, it does, but you can't really explain it properly. So I need, I think, some kind of PR guru. But what's Alistair Campbell doing nowadays? He's a parent. He'll know how to spin this kind of thing. Maybe we should get in contact with him. I think parenthood needs PR because essentially, right, the things are you get woken up really early, you're skint, and you have to deal with tantrums. And when you go, oh, well but it's really nice when you get a nice cuddle. Some people without children would go, no, that's not that. No, that's not compensation. No, you're wrong. But it is. It really works out nicely. It's amazing. It's the best thing in the world being a parent. It's just difficult to put that in terms. As you can hear, I am absolutely struggling. So if you would like to help me out, how do you PR parenthood? Then please get in contact with Bewildered Dad through bewildereddad.com and maybe we'll kind of put a package together, make a PowerPoint demonstration or something like that. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Back again in two weeks' time. Check out bewildereddad.com. Bewildered Dad.